they made it fun. Like, it's Walmart. How fun is Walmart? It's not. It's Walmart. But this place made it fun. Hey guys, what's up? It's Tori Mathis, your host, and I am here with the one, the only, Sean Mathis, founder of Miles Through Time Automotive Museum. What's happening? So, you know, I see a lot of people online that are marketers or online businesses do a really, really great job of social media marketing for their business. However, I think that local brick and mortar businesses have a little bit harder of a time doing it, and I don't see as many doing it really, really well. It almost seems, though, like they should have an easier time. They're just less likely to do it, it almost seems. Because with that brick and mortar business, you like you have a lot more opportunities to do stuff that, you know, somebody like, like your business that doesn't have that brick and mortar store, like you can't tell people to to come in for any reason or do anything like that. So um, I think a lot of them are really totally missing the boat on it. I really think that there are too. I think that the opportunities for small businesses that are local, that like Sean said, have a place to like tell people to come in are missing the boat. There's so many opportunities. So I kind of want to go over some of the things that I've seen that are really good and some things that I think people could uh, do a lot better. And, you know, Sean, Miles Through Time um, Automotive Museum founder, he has a brick and mortar business. So you definitely do a really great job of marketing your business. But we even talked about a couple of things that maybe you could do a little bit better too. That's right. Um, and so, you know, there's always room for people to do a little bit better. So one of the companies that I see that does a great job, but does not do it enough is the kids karate uh, studio. Uh, when they do post, like they post really great stuff. And I think the best thing about their posts is that they post pictures and videos of the kids. And that is one of the best ways to get people to share your stuff. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, totally. Any any like customer interaction type stuff, because people love to see themselves. It almost makes them feel famous, right? Whether they are or not, or whether you even have a following that anybody's even going to see that picture. The fact that the the customer you did have or the person whoever the case may be was in there and you got their picture and it, i mean if you're able to tag them that's even better but chances are if i mean they follow you and see that they're gonna they're, they're totally gonna reshare that i shared the story of, of going into a car wash and the, the car of the day uh you know we, we got it with one of our cars like i've never shared anything from any car wash car wash place <laughs> But they took pictures of my car and they were actually pretty cool. I totally sh I shared the hell out of it. Uh, and I mean, I like I totally would not have done that. Any other like I would I can't think of a scenario that I would share reshare something from a car wash uh, that doesn't involve myself. Right. And I think that showing, you know, you sharing that you are using them is so much better than just if they were like, hey, Sean, we need you to, you know, give us a referral or, you know, re review it. Like there's so many other things that they could have done. But by doing that and like, you know, giving you your fame of the car wash, like it really made a really great opportunity for you to share that. Um, and you do a great job on Miles Through Time, too. Sean posts when he goes up there, um, mostly on the weekends, whenever there are cool cars in the parking lot that you're able to get out there, Sean 
Sean posts the pictures of the parking lot. So not only do you get, you know, a miles through time, like update from Sean, but you also get to see some of the people that are there and some of the cool cars that they've driven up there. And so it's kind of like a look what you missed out on, but then it also gives that person that, that little bit of fame too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can only take so many photos inside the museum that they, they start to be the same cars until I get new ones in there to change stuff up. So one of the easiest things to do to to create a little bit of variety is to capture those cars that are outside. And a lot of times people will bring cool cars. If it's a group that's in there, like that's an easy one. I, I know there's cool cars out there, but I, I might not know there's something cool out there when I'm inside the whole time. But I'm trying I try to if I'm there, I try to make a point to talk to everybody at least the hey you know let me know if you have any questions type thing whether they want to talk to me or not after that like i'm not pushy by any means but what happens a lot of times is the person that does want to interact with me they wind up telling me oh yeah you know i've got this 56 f100 sitting in the parking lot and i'm like holy hell that's one of my favorite trucks i i, I take my butt outside and i snap pictures of it i ask usually hey do you do you mind um but I don't think there's been nobody that's like, nope, don't take a picture of my <laughs> shit. That's mine. Well, and you said that you actually have all the time people ask to take a picture with you, right? But then you never get to to see those pictures because maybe they don't they don't tag you or how maybe they don't even post it. Yeah, who knows I, what they're doing with it? But yeah, I've I've never <laughs> seen a picture of myself. I think every time somebody does that, you need to hand them your phone and be like, I want one too. That way you get the picture and then you can share it. Because if they're going to share you, then you might as well share them as well. And I think that'd be a really easy way for you to maybe get a couple more of those pictures. Because I could see, too, I would be a little bit. And it's probably one of those things like once you do it, you get more comfortable. Like going up, oh, people be sure. like, can I take your picture? <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't but come natural to me by any means. Super powerful, though, yeah. just like the kids at the karate studio. So I was mentioning another business that I see. I follow them on Instagram and they are a local business that's up by the museum and they do a fantastic job of updating their social media. I don't follow them on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook very often, but on Instagram, fantastic job. So lots of photos, a little bit of storytelling, but nothing difficult. Like if you take these examples that I give you for them, any business can do this. If you have, and probably even if you don't have a brick and mortar business, but I really thought that these were great ways for brick and mortar businesses to have tons of content to share on all of their social media. So the company is Jmore Farms. How would you describe them, Sean? Uh, physically? like No, just like what kind of business it is. Because it's a far, kind of a farmer's like a, market. Yeah, it's a permanent about. farmer's market, really. And they'll they'll do the, the corn maze and they have the farm fields, fresh picked strawberries and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, for the most part, it, it is it is a, a gigantic version of just the uh, produce section in a grocery store. So and they have local foods there like pies and things like that. So, you know, in your area, you might have something. If not, like you get the gist of kind of what they do. They are open all year round and they definitely have seasonal events that they're going on. Like Sean said, they have um, the pumpkin patch type things and the corn maze. They have a little one of there. So lots of Halloween things. Um, I think they do some Christmas stuff, uh, spring vegetables, like because they have fruits and vegetables and stuff like that's so seasonal already. Like they always have something kind of going on or something new coming up. So it gives them a lot of opportunity for them to post. Now, just because you don't sell fruits and vegetables doesn't mean that you don't have a lot of things put to that are going on or that you have to post. You may just have to either think of what you have going on or 
you make stuff up, like the car of the week. Like nobody gave that car uh, wash place permission to say, hey, have car of the week. That's just something that they did. So that gave them an event that gave them something special every single week to post. So no matter what your business is, uh, you could totally do this. Do you agree? Yeah, I'm, that's the biggest thing is make it up. Mm-hmm. Like there, there is no rule book for it. Just uh, make something up and and it it makes it easier to think of something to post. Because if, if you just blank slate, like, what am I supposed to share? Nobody cares. Uh, create something out of nothing of, of like, shit. You can look up websites and be like, what is, uh, th- there is something of every day of the week. Right. So Jmore Farms does this. For example, like, it's National Ice Cream Day. Well, they sell ice cream. So that gives them a reason to post the ice cream that they have. And they could actually post a couple times for that. Uh, they could say tomorrow is ice cream day and post one type of ice cream and today's ice cream day. You know what I mean? Like, so they could do that. So if you go on like one of those sites, like Sean said, there's probably something related to whatever your business is. And sometimes you might have to get a little tiny bit creative to connect the dots. But I think that almost makes it a little bit more fun. Some of the the, the weirder ones, mm-hmm. I mean, might be the more interesting ones. I mean, there's International Cinnabon Day, uh, June 14th is Flag Day. I mean, there, there's all kinds of stuff out there that, I mean, it's literally, there's every day you have multiple options every day of the year to pick something to, to play off of. Okay, but we have talked about like people over posting this generic crap that is stupid stuff that, okay, if you need some filler, like, yes, you can post a little picture of a flag and say happy flag day, but no one's going to care. Like, that's not going to stop the scroll. You only have so much time to get people's attention. And if you're posting the same type of generic stuff every single day, people are going to start to ignore everything you do. So when we say like do flag day, don't go get a stock photo of a flag and post it or steal some photo off of of Google. Like, how can you relate that to your business? So if you think of like Sean, Sean actually has a giant American flag on the fire truck outside, along with a giant miles through time flag. So Sean could take some cool, he could take a video and make that like a YouTube short or a um, Instagram reel or a, a Instagram story, a Facebook story, you know, use that, that picture of like the flag blowing and then he's relating it to the business rather than the stock photo that everybody has. So when you do these things, you got to figure out like you got to make that connection. And whether that's, you know, you grab a little fake flag and put it on whatever your product or your service or your building or, you know, something that has to do with your make that connection. Right. Because the, the generic posts, nobody they, cares. They work for filler. Like if you really need to throw some stuff out there and maybe every once in a while. You can do just like that little bit better because those are the reasons that people are like, uh, Facebook doesn't work. Social media marketing is stupid. It's a waste of time. Well, yeah, if you're like happy flag day and like show a picture flag (laughs) and happy Father's Day and it just says happy father, you know, if that's all you're posting, then you know what? You're right. It doesn't work because you're boring the crap out of everybody. You got 100 followers, you know, 10 of them are seeing that like that's and, and those 10 are being like. Why are you Why are you sharing this? You know, you do enough of that, and they'll unfollow you as well. It right. Just because there's so many different pages and, and people, individuals out there, like people can only see so much. So if you're the boring one, bye bye. So let's say like um, you don't. Okay, so you don't have to take the flag day picture on flag day. 
right? So let's say that you had, I don't know, some veteran that came into um, your, whatever your business is. Like we were at uh, Lowe's Depot. I don't know which one. We were at Lowe's Depot the other day and there was this veteran and I went up and talked to him. We had the dog with us and he had like the VFW hat. So, you know, I was looking at the hydrangeas next to him and I was like, what's your answer service? And he told me and I was like, I'm in the army. And so we were, you know, chit chatting it up. So let's say you're the owner of the Lowe's Depot. So you could take a picture of this guy, which he ended up being like somebody that works there, but whatever, right? (laughs) You could take a picture like he's got his Veterans Day hat on. Then... You have a picture of a veteran there that you could use on Memorial Day. You could use on Veterans Day. Like you have that as an asset now that you could use. So somebody, you know, does something with a flag or comes in with a flag shirt. You could take a picture of them with whatever. You know what I mean? So and then you could tuck them away and be like, okay, I might need this later. And maybe you make a file, you know, on your computer or on your phone so that you have that. So if you start to think of some of these things, because they're all going to keep coming again, flag day comes every single year, right? Mm -hmm. Veterans Day, every year, like you can plan a little bit and then you have those things out there um, to post that are more interesting than the picture, stock picture of a flag. So I have a list of some ways that you can post um, some different things if you're a local business. And this is something that, you know, that Jaymore Farms, I, you know, took a look at the things and some of the things that they're posting. And you can totally do this for your business as well. And so the first thing, well, we talked about events. And so we talked about making up your own events or having real events, Um, you know, the ice cream day, or it could be like, it's your name starts with J day, whatever it is, like whatever it could be, you could post about those things and, you know, try not to use stock photography, try to use something that's a little bit more interesting because you are more interesting than stock photography. And so the next thing would be just your products. So Jaymore Farms, like we said, ice cream day, like they have so many products, they have fruits and vegetables. And so every single day, pretty much they're posting a picture of something that they're selling and they're not like, buy my strawberries, but it's a picture of this girl holding strawberries or strawberries in the field. And, and so it's kind of connecting their business and making it interesting. And whoever's taking their pictures doesn't do a bad job. Like they're decent pictures. I'm sure they're just taken with their phone though. Right. And if like the, the fruit or something, uh, you think of like a, your regular big chain grocery store. And if you saw an ad for their strawberries, it would just be that plastic container of strawberries. And it'd be like, these strawberries are on sale. $3.99, right? Or you've got something like what Jay Mars does and you don't see that plastic container and you see these plush, you know, just shiny, bright red, juicy looking strawberries. And, you know, it takes up the whole photo because they, they cropped it in on the whole mound of strawberries that they have available. And then, and they just like, we've got fresh strawberries. It doesn't, they don't have to tell you the price. They don't say buy me. Right. Uh, it just looks appealing that you're like, I want to go get those strawberries and see what else they have. Right. What makes a summer day better than sweet strawberries? Yeah. That's it. So, I mean, they're not selling it. Like the picture sells itself. It makes it interesting. Like y- you don't have to take a picture of the the, the package and be like, I sell this. <laughs> Come buy Come strawberries. Buy <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, you're talking about it in the package. It would be like a restaurant. Like you would take a picture of food after it's been plated and like looks all nice. You wouldn't take a picture of the menu and be like, buy this burrito. You know? Right. And I, I have seen that where they're like, here's no, our menu no. items. Did you? Oh, hell yeah. Like take the real picture. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of pictures of menus out there, man. And again, like your phone takes good enough pictures. 
take a picture with your phone, possibly like edit it slightly so it's a little bit brighter because sometimes photos on there look a tiny bit dull, like super, super easy. So your products, whatever it is you're selling out in the wild, not in the package. <laughs> so, and we talked about the events. So staff photos is another really great way that you can connect people to your business. Why? Because people connect to people. People don't connect to businesses. People don't connect to your logo. They connect to people. So if you show the people that are working at your business, Jmar Farms, shows the girl scooping ice cream, has the girl like with strawberries, like all these different ways that you could show your employees just doing their job. There was some like page that was really famous there for a while. It was some like random Target or Walmart. I think it was a Walmart, like somewhere in the Midwest. And they had one employee <laughs> that would just like, hold, did you see that? That sounds familiar. They would hold like whatever it was. And it would be like Sharon. And she's got like <laughs> her little thing on. And Sharon would like be holding the toilet paper. And Sharon would be holding the tortillas. And so... And it was funny With because no facial expression, no facial expression, yeah. <laughs> but she would, but it was funny because it was just like so consistent, like every day Sharon worked or maybe Sharon, you know, would take it. Maybe they'd batch them. Maybe they would batch 50 photos of Sharon and then schedule them out. But it was just Sharon with like, I like, you know, you could get toilet paper, you know, you could get tortillas, like whatever it was. And then there were like some funny ones that there was like a bin of, I don't know, like pillows or something. And it was like Sharon all laying down <laughs> in the bin, but still like no facial expression. They made it fun. Like it's Walmart. How fun is Walmart? It's not. It's Walmart. But this place made it fun. They just took pictures of the employees <laughs> with the things. And it's more exciting than stock photography or, you know, just, you know, posting Happy Father's Day. And usually if you've got employees, like one of them is going to have some sort of personality that you can play off of. Or maybe they have no personality and you can right? play off that. For sure. <laughs> you know, and we talked about, you know, we were talking about this earlier today about things that, you know, Miles Your Time could do better. And really, Sean takes great photos of all the cars, but there's not a lot of people in the photos. We have great volunteers there. Uh, Sean's partner, Truett, is the, what is his title? Executive director. He's the executive director. I was going to call him a docent. He is the executive director. And there's not a lot of photos of him either. So all of these volunteers and a lot of people that have um, uh, things on display there, like you could go and, again, batch them take a bunch of pictures of each one in different places so that you're showing the volunteers and you're showing what they have because you can only show the car so many times. And Sean's got the coolest angles and all these different pictures of these little things. And that's very interesting. But if you start to get too much, even if it's cool, like if it's all produce and it's all strawberries every day, like then nobody's gonna wanna see it anymore because they've seen strawberries. So breaking those things up with something a little bit different, like your staff, like yourself, like is a really great way because again, people connect to people. Yep, I gotta get better at that. But I think you do a great job still. <laughs> <laughs> you know I do. I mean, even if you look through the page, like there might be two pictures of myself in all that. Right. And I think, I think that's, you know, sometimes you got to step back and you got to say, well, what are we doing? Good. What could we improve on? And, you know, I didn't even really think about it until I was like coming up with this list today of things that I could share and things that I thought were really well and went like, wow, like I didn't even realize it, but there's not a lot of people in the, 
And and so like we were like going back and forth, like, well, how can we put more people? Like, what are some ways that we could do that? Which so- is funny because I like I literally was thinking, hey, I, I saw somebody else post on a, a similar business of um, and I've been seeing it like they're taking pictures of their volunteers and uh, s- certain individuals that represent particular uh, positions within the company uh, and their museums, automotive museums. And I'm like, man, I haven't done anything like that. <laughs> So, I mean, and that was literally today. And then you mentioned. Really? That was today? That was today. Man, so, see, it's some of that stuff that yeah, you just. So, I mean, even if you wouldn't have said anything, that I was going to start implementing it. So, and you know, now you have some ideas. And so then once you come up with those ideas and you realize, hey, this part is missing, just do it. And don't think that like every morning you have to take that picture of your staff, like be like, wear a nice shirt tomorrow because we're taking pictures and then just take a bunch. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like you wouldn't take a picture a day of Truett. But if you went in there and took 50 pictures of Truett, like stand over here, stand over here, you know, then you have like a huge variety. You could schedule those out like you could have all of your stuff for the year done by batching some of these things. You don't. It seems hard because you're not doing it. It's not hard. It can be easy if you do it smart and do things like batching. So the next one I have is like taking pictures of your grounds or your store or your office or whatever it is. Um, Sean has pictures of like the fire truck outside, pictures of the displays, pictures of like different signs, different cars. And so we talked about that. Jay Moore Farms, it kind of looks like a little general store outside. So they've got some cool little things. So you get the you get the idea of the character of the building. You know, yes, it's a farmer's market, but what kind of farmer's market? Well, it's kind of general story. It's kind of country. It's kind of, you know, laid back. It's not like a uptight in the city one. You know, it, you by sharing these types of pictures, you might say like, well, people find that boring, but it's not boring because they want to know what it's like beforehand. They want to see those things that they didn't see when they were there last time and want to go again. So all of these different things are help telling your story, which is part of your message, which is how you get more people to want to go. And it's how you get people to want to come back. Which is one of the biggest things. Like it's so much easier to get uh, somebody back you know, repeat customer than to try to find new ones. Uh, I mean, if you can keep selling something to them that they just become more and more loyal. And a lot of times they'll wind up spending more and more and more because they've got that trust level with you. Absolutely. You know, I talked to this business owner not that long ago about starting a podcast. And I said, what a great thing a podcast is because you could use it in so many different ways by creating like one piece of content. And I said, you know, well, what is your main reason that you want to start the podcast? And what he said, I didn't like, I thought it was brilliant. Like, I didn't even think about it. He said he wanted to start a podcast and he had his percentages all worked out. It was like uh, 30% to get new business, to attract new people, and 60% to um, show that our current clients why they are so happy to have us and why they should remain our customers. And then he had 10% was like something else. And I don't remember what, oh, to talk about events that he was having to like get those out in the local market. But I thought like, Yes, that big of his percentage, so much more, like the the majority of it was to just show his current clients how awesome he was. And so if you think about that with your um, social media posts, yes, you want to do it to attract new clients, but you also want to do it so that those people that already like know, like, and trust you want to come back, want to buy more, want to see that thing that they didn't see last time. Well, and that particular client, I mean, as far as him 
talking about how he he wants to let his his clients know about his authority. Um, it's super important because chances are uh, other businesses are going to be trying to scalp his customers. You know, if, if somebody else comes in, they're like, hey, I can do all this, the, the same guy that this guy can do, uh, but I'll do it for less. You know, if if that customer doesn't have that sense of loyalty, like, no, this person that does it is like, that's who I want to stay with. I mean, I, I get it with uh, car insurance. We have USAA. And the minute, you know, any of these other insurance companies are like, uh, can I get you a quote? And I'm like, I got USAA. They, they're like, OK, we're. They won't even run our stuff. <laughs> no, it, it, it's good. And the thing is, is so this, this particular client uh, talking about the podcast, uh, it happened to him from us, uh, meaning he had somebody try to scalp him from us trying to do our our same services. And it was, you know, hey, hey you know, I, I, we can do all these things and uh, we'll do it for less. But because we have that, you know, authority with him and he trusts us. I mean, he, he came to us and was like, hey, this this person's saying all this stuff. And we were able to talk about it. And then they went down the road of, hey, you know, let me talk about this podcast uh, idea with you. So, I mean, it, it went full circle. And, th- and that is a constant thing. I mean, that is all, no matter what your industry is, you there is somebody else that does it. And you have to keep your, your customers, clients happy and coming back to you. And so you don't have to think of something like brand new and unique to post about because not everybody has heard everything you've said. Not everybody has seen every picture. Not everybody has seen every post, every, you know, everything that you've done. So you always have to repeat those things. Like Sean always has to say a hundred plus years of automotive history. He doesn't say it one time and is like, everybody heard that, never saying that again. He doesn't show, you know, tell the story of his pop's 59 Cadillac and how that car brought the whole museum out. Like that was the whole reason that the museum started. Like he's got to keep telling that story. You got to keep saying those same things and posting those those same things. And you can have some distance between when you post them, but People are going to hear it every single time you say it. And then people find you at different times. So if you said something last week, but I found you this week, I didn't hear that last week. So you're going to have to say those things again. So don't feel like you're you're always having to come up with something new. You always can, can be saying things in a little bit different way, but you're pretty much saying like the same things. Like Jaymore Farms doesn't, you know, post about strawberries one time and then never post strawberries again because they already posted strawberries no, through strawberry season, it's strawberries. Like it's, it's a lot, but there is a different picture of the strawberries. Like they're saying something a little tiny bit different, but it's still strawberries. And the next year when strawberry season comes, they talk about strawberries again. You know, maybe in the winter, they're talking about like, wish you had our strawberries during the summer. Well, we made strawberry jam. Come get that. Like, so it's the same thing again and they're pulling it out, but they have to say it again and they have to say it again so that people still still are hearing it so that you you are still interested so that you want to come back you know for Sean the museum um, exhibits change so that gives a really good reason for Sean to post all the time so that's like one of his things that he posts you know we talk about products and services and we talk about seasonality well part of Sean's seasonality and part of his like whole sequence of things is that cars come in and out so when a car leaves that's a way for you know Sean to post about it and when a car's coming in that's a way to, to post about it so it keeps people in the know and then when you post those things and you say what's coming up then people want to know what's coming up because you're always talking about what's coming up 
All right, and then when I when I know something's leaving, I'll I'll share up until the point that it it's leaving, and then when it's gone, I say it's gone. And then when something comes in, uh, it's inevitable. Every single time I, I get something new in, I get a, a message or an email or a phone call from somebody going, "Hey, is that is that in there now? I want to come see it." I mean that that I mean is awesome to me because that's like people are truly following the story which makes it pretty neat and, and every business has a story the story is different for everybody but you do have a story of your journey from where you've started to where you are now and to where you want to go and you, you bring your customers with you and that's the, the the greatest thing right there you know and part of the story is having new services or not having services anymore and so i think people like to hear about that stuff people want to have that connection with your business and when they do have that connection and they care a little bit they're more likely to buy from you and i think people are afraid of like oh well people don't care about that but people do care about that. When people know that you have something in common, like Sean and I were both in the military. So whenever somebody else says that they were in the military, instantly, like there's a connection there that other people will not have to them. And instantly, I kind of like them a little more. And so whatever you're putting out there telling your story and giving like these little type of details and things like that, that just helps you connect with people more and makes people like you a little bit more. So, I mean, you don't have to like share, like overshare like crazy stuff, but but starting to tell a little bit about that so that you connect a little bit more um, would be really great. Like J. Mar Farms, like I don't know who the owner is or anything like that, um, but that would be kind of cool if there was some story that they talk and maybe they do and I just missed it. If they talk about like why they started and they actually have a no- new location like another location that I didn't even know about before. Um, but why did they open that location? Like to me, that would be interesting. And I don't know if they post stuff like that, but that is part of that story type stuff that you can keep sharing. Just Pops 59 Cadillac, uh, why the museum moved, you know, all, why this car is coming or going, like all these different things are things that you can keep sharing. And so I have customer photos and we talked about that. Um, I talked about like people really like to share, especially if you are somebody that has like a subscription type thing, I think is a really great time to do that. Maybe you have a yoga studio or dog grooming or um, a fitness trainer, uh, you know, karate dojo, like those types of things where there's always people coming and you always can have people sign up. And the cool thing about that is like once people sign up, like you can have them as clients forever, right? So by showing who else is already using your services, it's so much better than even a testimonial or a review. Those are, though, those are very, very great as well. I think showing those customer um, photos are super important. See, one of the golden things, if you, if you can get your customers or visitors or clients or whatever it is to do the legwork for you, mm-hmm. meaning have them take photos and do things... And, and share on their page and then reshare their stuff. And then you don't even have to do anything or think of anything because they're doing it for you. I, I, I stumbled across uh, a post that I wasn't at the museum, but they, I mean, they, they had some travel blog thing. And I mean, they, they took all kinds of, they took photos of the, the um, information, the facts on the walls and all kinds of stuff and talked about how great it was. I couldn't have done it better myself. And this is coming from somebody not representing the museum. But I shared the hell out of that, man, which worked for them. Because if anybody's like, hey, I like this uh, this stuff this person's doing, I introduced them to my audience and they introduced you know, me to their audience. And you do that a whole bunch of times. It's fantastic. And, and it, it bugs me a little bit because I'll, I'll do it to... Um, 
other businesses and stuff and I, I tag them and I, I try to get them involved and then I just I see like they, they don't they don't do anything with it and I'm like man that's I wonder if they just like don't realize like when Uh, somebody shares something of yours, like return the favor. Like that's a networking thing that you can do online. Um, And by by doing that, like cross posting type thing, like you like Sean said, you're really opening it up to so many more audiences, other people's audiences and theirs to yours. Um, If you use somebody else's services, like Sean has like got T-shirts printed or things like that for some of the events that we've had. And you tag and like show pictures of the shirts and tag that business, like giving them kudos and giving them thanks and and just um, sharing their business with everybody. Like you can do that with whoever you're doing any of your business with, too. And then you can get that little support community of people that are like your your own little street team. Absolutely. I mean, that that literally is one of the best things you can do. Uh, Make your circle as large as you possibly can. Get all those other people working with you. Yeah. And don't get bummed if somebody doesn't share back, like share them again, yeah. like share their stuff again or, you know, uh, tag them again um, and, and keep doing it to more businesses. Even if you like you went out to lunch somewhere or had lunch brought in or yes. something like tag that business, take a photo, like get that networking going online because social media like that is a great part of it. You can read and I say this all the time, like you can reach so many more people than you ever could in other types of marketing. And at the same time, like you can connect and network, too. Um, it's not just like a post to uh, customers. It's it's much more than that. So my last type of posts that you could do are educational type posts. So for example, with the Jaymore Farms, maybe they tell a little bit about um, uh, the strawberries or about their, you know, what they're doing in the fall with the harvest type things. Um, for Sean, there's all kinds of really awesome history involved in like some of the cars that he has in there. And that kind of stuff is just, it's like, um, what do you call it? Like edutainment, right? Edutainment. Yeah, that works. However, that is. Uh, so you're entertaining, but you're also being educated. You're also being educating. You're also educating your audience <laughs> on different types of things. And I think people like that. Um, I think that you can overdo this. Like every single post of yours shouldn't be that. But answering like um, FAQ type questions or little cool tidbits, whatever your business is, you have to have something like this in there um, that you could just give a little bit more information about. Yep. What else you have, Sean? Do you have anything that, that I missed? Nope. Yeah. So if you're wanting to do some of these education type things, you could just always start with, did you know? You know, did you know? And then talk about something related to your business. That's a really great way to get started if um, you're not sure like exactly what to do in that kind of thing. And I'm sure there is some did you know type of tidbit um, that is about your business. Or do you know? Mm. Like I'll, I'll take a picture like a portion of a car or the steering wheel, the dash or something. I just ask a question, you know, do you know what this is? And that, that works for anything. I mean, you work at a bar, take a picture of, you know, a corner of it and ask them, you know, what do they see? You know, I see this, this and this. Like, who cares what they actually see? You're creating engagement. Yep. Anything that you can do to get people to answer questions or to comment are always really great things because um, all the different social media platforms take that as a signal that your content is great. And so then they want to share it to more people because Facebook wants people to stay on Facebook as long as possible. Instagram, same thing. YouTube, exactly the same. So the more you can get people to stay and to interact, the more they're going to want to show your posts to more people. 
that's the name of the game. So if you are trying to market your business locally, social media is a fantastic opportunity. And too many businesses are throwing away all kinds of opportunities um, to get in front of more people than you ever could before. So I hope that these ideas give you some ideas of what you could do for your business very easy things to do. Nothing here is too difficult. Nothing takes fancy equipment. Nothing takes fancy training. And every time you post, you're gonna get a little bit better and you're gonna learn what works and you're gonna learn what doesn't. Um, but the thing is, is that you just gotta do it. You just gotta try. You just gotta put yourself out there and make it happen. And so if you like this episode, that is fantastic. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we would love it if you came back to join us. We always talk about ways that you could be smarter about your marketing, smarter about growing your business um, and getting what you want out of life. And so we hope to see you here. Thanks.